Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another podcast, Keeping It Real with Caroline and Sophie. Today, we are clinking coffee cups with Lizzie King, the author of Healthy Family Food, and we're going to talk lots about food, food for adults, food for kids, and beyond. And I'd love to start by telling our, telling our lovely listeners how I came across Lizzie. First of all, good morning, Lizzie. Good morning, everyone. It's such a treat to be here. Thank you very much, ladies, for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. I discovered Lily. Lily? You can I call me Lily. Lily. I discovered Lizzie about, when was it, Lizzie? About two years ago? Two years ago. Via a really good friend of mine, Leo Bamford, who has a lovely kids' um, blog called My, My Bubba. And I've got, or I used to have, two very fussy eaters who are now so unfussy, it's unbelievable. But at the time, I was really struggling with what to cook them. And you basically saved my bacon, which I, I can't wait to hear all about your journey and all about the things you do, the tricks, the tips, the inside scoop on how you manage to keep your kids and your whole family and you looking gorgeous and glowy and healthy. I've just got to say, Lizzie, you do look unbelievable. Lizzie was telling us this morning that, you know, she is, you know, she, she's, she's, she's lived a little bit above 25. But the thing is, is that there is not a trace of that journey. And, and how in goodness gracious me, how have you managed to do that? You look unbelievable. You don't even have anything that resembles a wrinkle. The smoothest, most beautiful skin I've seen in a long time. You are adorable. Um, can I keep you um, in my pocket to say that to me every five minutes? Um, well, it was my birthday at the weekend, so I you maybe had a few too many glasses and a few less hours sleep than I needed. But so yesterday, this this happens in life, right? Nobody can be no. But are you saying, Lizzie, that that is the recipe to looking as good as you do? I compliment you on how great you look, and you say, well. I have drunk a little bit more and slept a little bit less than I normally do. Maybe that is the recipe. Is that your secret? Well, no, I'm saying is that when you do do that, because life 
has to be enjoyed and lived. Um, and I don't, I hate the word anti-aging and I hate the word, age. I think it's anti-living. Anti-aging is sort of anti-living. So I think if you are going to have fun and enjoy yourself and just embrace life and everything it throws at you, then you do have to have a kind of plan. You have to have a backup and you have to have a, a basic, like the kind of railroad that you are on most of the time. And so most of the time I have pretty good food. I eat tons of vegetables. I'm not a vegetarian, but I have a lot of vegetables. I have a lot of fresh food. I cook most of the food I eat. And I have little hacks. I have a couple mm. of little sneaky hacks. I love those hacks, Lizzie. <laughs> I'm all about your hacks. Well, I discovered my Great Lakes collagen coffee through you. So thank you, Lizzie. And I don't always tag you when I'm making coffee because I feel like you might be tagged every day. So can but, you just share with us exactly what that is? Well, Lizzie, why don't you tell us? Okay, so um, I have loved coffee um, for as long as I can remember. So most of my hacks are usually a little ways round things for me. That it's always about me, you know, because you, you start things that work for you, and it's the same way I and started. And you've got to enjoy them. Yeah. Otherwise, same... it becomes a chore and not an easy exactly. thing to follow. Basically, and, and you're never going to. Mm. It's not sustainable. Yeah. Um, so I started getting the older I got, the more coffee gave me the jitters and I was like well that's mm. just a pain and then I read and I read and I read it's my favorite thing to do about with food and nutrition is just have a little have a little dive and find some information out and there are there was a ton of people over in America um taking collagen with their coffee which is adding the protein and making you break down and metabolize the caffeine in a different way okay, whilst so giving you extra skin oh, goodness. Okay, I just whilst, need to... Whilst understand. doing what, sorry? Whilst the, the, the joy of it all is it gives you a whole boost of skin goodness. So Unrated. you can make your Nespresso coffee in the morning, mm -hmm. hot, mm -hmm. with any kind of milk of your desire, and you can yeah. add collagen to that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And Sophie, very kindly... Um, told me to buy the collagen. So I'm actually going to do that right now. How many tablespoons do I need to add to well, my coffee? You can you can wire it up or, or, or take it down. I, I do two tablespoons. The, the recipe for my for my uh, frappuccino and my, I call it a collagen latte, you can make it with cashew milk, which is, like, is on my website. So it's on lizzielovesehealthy.com. Um, but two tablespoons, you need to then put it in a blender. You can just put it, she's, she's actually, as we speak, pulling some into her coffee but you can put it in a blender and whiz it up and it gets really creamy that's what I love about it it makes it so frothy yeah. and delicious and, and actually a boring black coffee with some almond milk becomes this big frothy delicious coffee. meal right mm. and it doesn't taste people are terrified oh my god it really doesn't it, taste of anything no it's flavorless but you have to Amazing. get the decent stuff so you don't want to get there's a lot of collagens from dodgy origins you don't want to this is grass-fed you can you can also have um vegetarian and you can have Vegan. ocean sourced mm. collagen you can you can go and look on my website and find out all the types so so where exactly is this collagen coming from i mean when it says grass-fed are we talking about like an animal yes it's from it's beef it's from a cow i mean so i have just put two tablespoons of milk cow stuff Yes, but yes, exactly. but in the cow same collagen. way that cow, like cow's cow is now is. in your cup. <laughs> so they are extracting collagen from the cow. Yes, that we're consuming. Why are they not? What can they artific the Can they artificially create collagen? Yeah, but we want to go all natural. Yeah, no, I, I, I get yes, that. Yes, I get that. From plants, but could it be extracted from a human? 
I'm sure. I mean, so chicken stock. Maybe that, would, maybe that wouldn't be so nice. Ch- chicken stock. I just put a human in my coffee. Yeah, no, yeah, right. I get that. it. That is don't really grind not up nice. The bones. Yeah, they're like granny's ashes. What? <laughs> but, but, oh my god, no. So no, I think basically what what it's basically derived from the dairy. Yeah, of the. Of but the if you think of chicken stock, so the, the yes. other best way, if we're if we're going to keep the collagen chat on because yeah. I'm it's really good for your gut as well as your skin it's good for everything it's a, it's a really good bones. amino acid mm-hmm. yes so boiling up chicken bones a, a chicken carcass boiled and boiled and boiled you're extracting all a bowl of chicken broth is an amazing source of collagen well they say all bone broth is really really good for you it's kind yeah. of the the food for prolonged healthy life exactly and I'm a of big that. maker of 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 uh of various bone broths but I didn't know that it was actually the collagen that you were yeah. extracting from the bones yes How all the ligaments and the tendons that's the goodness yeah, that is the goodness the, so that is my favourite hack that I've ever discovered from you my second favourite hack is the cherry juice um, and then I've got my third actually which is the um, charcoal but start mm. with the cherry juice okay so um, yes anyone would think I'm a sort of medicinal I and my recipe book is normal family food with delicious <laughs> recipes to get your kids to eat more um, vegetables. But I found and we, we will come on to that. Lizzie, no, sorry. no, no. I'm just saying in case people are thinking that ha- haven't heard of me before, that, you're that, a witch doctor. That, that I just sit grinding up things in kitchens. Um, so I again, I we had one year. My kids have. I've got three children, and they Tell are everybody. they are eleven, nine, and five. Oh, sweet. Are they the ones featured in your beautiful book? Yes, they are in my book. Um, And we had, I think it was about two years ago, we suddenly had, the clocks went backwards or forwards, Mm. I think it was forwards, and we suddenly had this, having had, we were out of the woods, we didn't have babies anymore, people Mm. were sleeping, I'm quite ruthless about sleep and they have to be you know, in bed, asleep, you know, unless wanna, they're dying. Want to know your nighttime routine? We'll come to that. We'll do that. But but uh, we're not the, the household that has people tripping down the stairs every five minutes talking about their toenails. Mm. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, and suddenly we had a night of, of just a week of such bad sleep because mm. of the. I don't know why they were throwing this year, but it was really bright. It was mm. too hot. It was everything was wrong. And this one hour was cataclysmic. Mm. And so I, again, I got to my nose to the grindstone and looked and did some reading and looked up because I didn't want to start giving them. Everyone was like, oh, you can find all these, you know, drugs in the chemist that yeah. just knock them out. Mm. And I just didn't want to do that because I, it doesn't float my boat. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I found um, a natural source of melatonin in sour cherry juice. No. Yes. No. And I started and reading. <gasps> I started reading all these studies. I mean, lots of the studies are funded by cherry juice companies but that's who funds study who else is going to fund a study on cherry juice mm. um, but it the the amount of, of hours sleep you get in your bed increased I mean the numbers are crazy so I thought okay well I'm going to try this well it's it's concentrated fruit juice what's the worst that's so where happen? do you buy the sour cherry juice from you um, so again I've got a smoothie on my website if you look up Lizzie loves healthy and then just put cherry mm-hmm. in the thing mm-hmm. I've got a smoothie because it's it's a, the combination. It's very sour yeah. and very, very bitter, isn't it? Well, not bitter. It's, it's, it's just intense. Yeah, yeah, it's got that very sour taste. My and my, kids actually love it. My daughter takes it with a syringe. She just like squirts into her mouth. She's Ooh. like, "Yeah, I'm not going to sleep tonight. I'm not feeling very tired." Wow. And, uh, yeah, but the others have the smoothie, and I've got. And what's in, the, what's in the it's, smoothie? It's got some banana, it's got some yogurt, it's other things that, okay. because bananas also have very good sleep for sure. Yeah, and it also takes the edge of the sourness off, and. We did it for three days. The first night, it definitely helped. 
But by the end of the three days, we were completely back in. But but never mind my family. I can actually what see is, anybody that's listening to this podcast and has kids. I can literally see them running. on Amazon. No, no, now, exactly. I'm on Amazon amazing. right now. Yeah, yeah. I'm on Amazon okay. right now. So which which one would you recommend? So you Just have so to people get, know. Yes. Well, go go to LizzieLovesHealthy.com and yep. search Cherry. But because I don't want you all buying the wrong one. Exactly. There are so many. Do you like the yeah. the? I don't, no, Bionna like, organic. I've, I haven't tried that. We'll okay. show you afterwards, but there is yeah. a specific one which we can, can show we you when we get the, the, yeah, the, exactly. the website. Yeah, exactly. Dynamic the website. health. But, but what's organic. really interesting is that it wasn't just the reaction that it got from my family. I then shared it um, on my blog, and mm. I have now had, I have now had, I would was going to say thousands, but let's say hundreds, literally hundreds. Of mums and dads have sent me messages saying oh, we are amazing. weeping because we have now even last night I got a message saying I've had eight hours sleep for the first time in a year and it's a mum who's working hard for a small business at Christmas and she sent me this she's actually um, just worry. weeping about it mm. um, and so it just feels great you know yeah. I just changing someone's day mm. makes such a I mean, and it's so mm. easy you know it's a but you're not just changing their day you're actually changing their life because it's, getting yeah. sleep is such a life changer and it's I mean, breaking sleep a cycle is priceless. it's breaking a cycle because so i think my kids for sure once yeah. they get into that you know my kids have actually started doing this again i'm going to get the cherry juice out tonight is this the one where they get into bed yes. and they at 7 30 but they don't it's fall seven. asleep till nine so it's an hour and a half right of, Fidgeting. Mommy, I'm thirsty. Fidgeting. Mommy, I'm hot. Yeah. Mommy, I'm cold. Mommy, I'm this. Mommy, I'm that. And by the by, an hour and a half later, I'm like, Mommy is literally yeah. going to jump out of the window. She's You've so lost your marbles, the and they're so, getting less and less likely to fall so asleep. So now, when do you give it to them? An well, hour before. It depends how um, how how kind of crucial the situation is. I, I if it's just an average Monday, and they're I would do it just at six o'clock. Just, yeah, okay. You know, after supper, before thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But clock's going back, or jet lag. If you're going mm, on holiday yeah. and you're flipping time zones, I start the day... I mean, a friend of mine did this, Sasha, our friend, our yeah. mutual friend, Yes. took her kids to Australia, and she, with the littlest, she did the cherry juice. The only one who flipped time zones and the other kids were just like playing. Was, was the little one, yeah. How amazing. amazing. What a brilliant so, so once we buy this... Cherry yeah. juice. And it's obviously got to be tart cherry juice. It's got to be the sour Montmorency. Yeah, there's, there's loads and loads and loads of these cherry juices. Would you also recommend organic ones? No, because I think those are different. I, so I think the best one, on the, the best thing to do is go to Lizzie's blog yep. and click on her link because then you're going to get the right one. Otherwise, you could, there's too many out there's, there. There's so I many. went to your blog and I clicked. Now, I want to move on to charcoal because I know <laughs> we've only got an hour and there's a lot we want to hear from you. Yes. So charcoal. once again, once again, this was... This is the best one, let me tell you, because I, I did this recently. I feel like this is the most urgent one. As, as much as sleep is... a present um that you can't you know is completely priceless mm. this one for me so again it was born out it was born out of a a, a major catastrophe in our household mm. so i was away working mm. i was on a food shoot in italy mm-hmm. and um I, I very rarely am i abroad for work but there i was and um the first morning i get a text message from my husband saying the smallest who at the time was three 
Um, she's been sick all night, all night from midnight until six in the morning. He's been throwing up all over mm. everyone. And this also never happened, like never mm. happened. So I was just beside myself and we were literally in the middle of a shoot. We had photographers hanging from ceilings and I was trying to prep food and it was like, and then stressed. and I was feeling yeah. so upset about yeah. that and my poor husband and my poor son and yeah. what should we do and what is it? But then I just took myself away and thought, sort of put my head together and thought, okay, what would I do if it was me? And I always take charcoal, activated charcoal, which is used in A&E to draw toxins out of the body. You know, it's been used for centuries by other people who Mm -hmm. are much wiser than Mm -hmm. us. Um, I thought, okay, well, I don't know if it's okay. He's three. I don't know, but I'm going to tell my husband it's charcoal. The worst thing that's going to happen is just going to go straight through him. So... It's totally natural again. It's, you know, it's not chewing a piece of coal. It's not the same. Um, and so I, it's obviously powdered. It's, it's, it's in, in a, a capsule, capsule, but I got him to put it, I got him to make up the special again, drink. Again, we'll share the link with you after this. Yeah, if you go to Lizzie Loves Healthy and, and Vomit Bugs or whatever. There's <laughs> Anyway, he gave him this black drink through a straw. With a bit of and, apple juice. Yeah. yeah and he... Yeah. Yeah, and he sucked it up, the poor little guy, who literally had been throwing up all night. And I was getting updates all the time. Half an hour later, there was a picture of him fast asleep. And I thought, oh, God, okay, well, either he's, you know, going to go to any soon because mm. he's collapsing. Or let's just see. Two hours later, I get literally two hours later. He slept for two hours. He woke up. Starving. and said, Daddy, can I have some porridge? Bless him. And if I'd been there, I don't know what I would have done. I might not have given him porridge. Probably gave him porridge. He was completely turned around. It's and, amazing. And it How really remarkable. happened to me recently. I, I never go that far from home when I go out in the evening. And I went all the way to the O2 to watch Michael McIntyre <laughs> with my best girlfriend, Sal. And we're sitting there laughing our socks off. And I get a text message from my au pair, my lovely au pair at home, saying... Ben's just been sick all over the house. Um, you know, it was mid. It was how you know, recently? Eleven, about three or three or four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And I panicked. I was like, "Oh my gosh, what do I do?" You know, the au pair's lovely, but he's not a parent. Yeah. So and I, and I felt very, very desperate to get this situation resolved. So I called my ex-husband, who jumped into his pajamas, drove to our house, got the activated charcoal. I gave him obviously step by step instructions because when these things happen, how did you remember? How did it pop um, pop into your head? Because I've done it before with Harry. Right, right. Um, And it worked. And he didn't want to take. He said, "I don't want to drink the black drink." And we, you know, we made it sound very magical. And you know, he was going to have lovely dreams and all this. Took the. Did you use a straw? Because that's the and they can't see. And the apple juice. He sucked it down. I leapt in an Uber. Took me an hour and a half to get back from the hotel in a panic attack. But I knew my my ex husband was there, so I was all right got home he was fast asleep like nothing had happened he woke up the next morning hungry back on his feet again and harry actually had the same thing a few nights earlier with it must have been a bug i thought it might have been food poisoning but mm. exactly the same thing so it, it's it's tried and tested and it really really yes. works and the other thing that i've done thanks to you is i've started putting activated charcoal sticks in my water jug mm. rather than using the british filters and having to buy the filters and the refresh you know the refills and whatever and now I just have sticks of charcoal in my water bottles actually I use Caroline Fleming's water glass water bottle nice glass water bottles rather than loads of plastic of charcoal 
and it draws out all the, the impurities from the water. So you have um, purified water in a beautiful And you know, funnily enough, jar. as long as I can remember, the Danes have been using crystals and charcoal sticks in their water. It's really? amazing. Yeah. Not to mention the fact that it became, you know, a huge fad recently to start whitening your teeth with mm. charcoal as well. Yeah. And I mean, if charcoal can remove old stains from teeth, imagine what it can remove from the body. Yeah, <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, when again, when I started reading up, um, I I was blown away, and and it, you can the sticks that we yeah we got rid of all the plastic Brita crap, and mm. we have sticks in our glass bottles, so we don't buy any water anymore. Exactly. We get it from the tap, put the stick of the charcoal in, put it for you, and then after you've used, they last for three months. You then boil them up, yeah. re- use them for another three months, then you stick them in smelly trainers. And it oh, takes the smell out of trainers. Or oh, you just go gosh. put them in the garden and they turn into... I mean, That's it's amazing. literally... They're, they're great. And yeah. I'm, I'm, you've definitely, definitely changed my world with those. So yeah. that's three fantastic hacks, Nadine. We've got the uh, collagen, which I have every day. We've got the cherry juice, which I'm going to start again tonight. And we've got <laughs> the activated charcoal for your kids that are promising. So Can I just make a quick, uh, quick note <laughs> about the charcoal? Because lots of people um, ask me. Uh, it's also quite good for hangovers. Is Not it? for your children. I don't suggest your children uh, having hangovers. <laughs> um, but it is, yes, uh, I take uh, it the night When before, do you take it? The night before? Before, before you, you start. Go, yes, it can help with Ooh, that. That's but a good idea. It, you mustn't, mustn't um, take charcoal every day. Because it does take other things. For example, exactly. if you're That's, taking a contraceptive yeah. pill or any medication, it no, it takes other things out of your the system. The bad stuff out. No, so what about it if could you did stop it? You, it could stop your pill working, right. or it could stop any other medication you're working, or it that could. That is very interesting. Yeah. What about if you, like, when you take a 20,000 unit vitamin D once a week and it's slow release what about if you did it once a week as part of a healthy diet and obviously if you might had a hangover wanted to protect yourself against a hangover or someone was vomiting then of course you could use it more often but something that I just quickly want to pick up on is the minute Lizzie walked into my kitchen today um she said oh my god I've been here before um we had this wonderful we're gonna share this wonderful <laughs> lunch recently um this girl's lunch, <laughs> with, uh, which was awfully jolly. And um, what I'm just picking up on here with Lizzie, which I absolutely love. And I think this is actually a really important point because Lizzie obviously is a pioneer of being healthy. Healthy adults, healthy children, healthy body, healthy mindset, healthy everything. And what I think is so important is that we don't become too obsessive. And as you can hear, Lizzie clearly has got a wonderful balance in her life. And that's what I really picked up on. She does eat her cakes. She does eat her chocolate. And she absolutely also does drink her booze, whatever it might be. She really enjoys life to the full. And I think that's really, really important doing everything in balance. In moderation as well. Exactly. So going back to your book, because that's also massively important and part of you. What are the things that you feel are really important to feed your children, you, your family, what are sort of the key ingredients that you try and use and how do you get fussy eaters to eat them? Yes. Well, so the, the reason I started writing the book, well, the reason I started my Instagram account, which was, came before the book, was because I just felt that kids' food was this sad, depressing place with either hidden vegetable sources or just beige, bland nursery food. I mean, when we were growing up, we definitely had pretty, you know, we had cornflakes with loads of sugar on, and we had wheat mm. with loads of sugar on. 
Um, but With we didn't. Fingers, yeah, we had all the puffs with lots of sugar on. Yeah, yeah, but but, but we had kids' food. Yeah. yeah. And then um, as we got older, we got the good stuff. And mm. I felt like, you know, we. The Italians and the, you know, they just sit around the table with their nonnas and they have the delicious pastas and the delicious fungi and mm. why can't, you know, we don't have to, by by um, by being healthier and more into food doesn't mean you don't have to, you can't let your kids have the good stuff too. So just because you're a child doesn't mean you can't have the good stuff. Yeah, the whole slightly British, I think, mentality of... Oh, we'll say that that's the grown-ups, and yeah. this is what the kids are having. Yeah, it's funny, because the Brits have always been one of the few countries where children and parents didn't eat together. Take, for example, Scandinavia, where I'm from. You know, you'd be, they, they'd look upon you as slightly criminal if you didn't enjoy every single meal with your children. So there was no eating the children off, you know, at 5.30 with a nanny, and then the parents... Once the children are off to bed, seen and not heard, mm. uh, the adults then sit down and have their jolly dinner with wines, etc., etc. In Scandinavia, we all eat together, mm. and we all eat the same thing. Mm. And the dinners may be a little bit earlier, but you know that is also, I think, one of the reasons behind it being a very happy country because mm. we really spend mm. quality time together, I totally agree and with especially that. Yeah. around meals. Yeah, yeah, and and I do think one of the things we've lost as a society is sharing for you know this one kid watching a screen eating something somewhere uh, i'm not saying that's you know all of our children necessarily but generally as a country i mean the kids the the data last week about the childhood obes- obesity and there are now seven thousand cases of childhood type 2 diabetes in 2000 there was zero there was no childhood so Diabetes. On that note, how do you, how have you taken your children off sugar and how do they, because I see your little one on your Instagram <laughs> loving the things you're cooking for. And he gets so excited, he starts jumping up and down most, most days at what you're about to feed him. But I just want to ask you, Lizzie, is it completely 100% sugar free? No. So, so the recipes in my book are unrefined sugar that I haven't added sugar because I wanted it to be a black and white. Um, I didn't want it to be the sum here. There's a bit there. And because I was finding it depressing that lots of the pasta sauces um, and lots of the kids' recipe in order to lure kids to eat stuff, people were adding sugars and hidden sugars. And, and I just thought that was, I didn't like that. So in a sort of a principle way, I and I wrote, I did write this three years ago, um, it came out last year, but I started writing it three years ago. If I did it now, I think I might have a slightly different approach because my kids are a bit older. And I I definitely allow them to have sugar. That It's not banned in our house. But I don't buy packets of biscuits and I don't buy things that are going to be full of lots of other things. But you will bake a delicious biscuit and you will use raw cane sugar, for example, or you yeah. will use maple syrup. Yeah. You'll, you'll use whole food ingredients. Yes. No refined ingredients. And no processed, refined foods that you buy in a supermarket. Everything you will make at home. Yes. Using whole ingredients. Yes. And and I found that, again, whilst I was recipe testing for the book, I found that lots of the very healthy um, alternative type recipes that, you know, sort of the young gym bunny type people were making were just the same amount of sugar if you worked it out, but just in pulsed dates or in... Mm. And I just thought, I just don't want my kids having such a strong sugar flavor in all their food. So would you say, um, because I very much believe in this, for example, when we have our tea in the morning, Mm. and we do love a good English breakfast tea with milk, Mm. um, and we like sweet tea, but we sweeten it with maple syrup, 
Mm. And I've learned that maple syrup, first of all, is one of the few whole food alkaline sweeteners that there is. It's actually alkaline and it's very anti-inflammatory and it's very, very easy for the body to digest because you literally simply burn the whole food. You burn it in in terms of energy, in terms Mm. of the calories that you... Mm. um, And this is one of the best sweeteners that you can use. And to me, actually, it tastes equally delicious. delicious. I actually find that it tastes more delicious. I don't even like the taste of white sugar anymore. When you switch from sugar in your tea, which I did as well... Um, a, a long time ago, I now can't stand the taste of sugar or artificial sweeteners. I can't stand that really, that stevia, horrible... Oh, no, oh, that's disgusting just, too. Horrible. But isn't it extraordinary? If you sit looking at a, you know, like my grandmother, for example, my sweet, gorgeous grandmother, she would have, you know, her little sugar pot, mm. which was filled with white sugar. Mm-hmm. And today when I look at it, it's also, it's almost as if it's... Um, um, you know what's it called when it's uh, when it's it's so bright you can see that it's been bleached. I almost mm. feel as if I think that I think if we put white sugar in one of those dark rooms where where teeth become really really white, <laughs> yeah. I think the same thing would happen with sugar because yeah. it, it's so artificial somehow now to look at white sugar. Well, it's I mean it's it's from sugar cane, but it's had everything decent stripped away from it, yeah. and then it's had stuff added, bleach and. So it's literally a, a pathetic. <laughs> pathetic. I have to say, though, that of sugar cane, I was recently in Asia where I tasted my first freshly squeezed sugar cane, wow. which I have not had since I was a child and spent a lot of time in the Caribbean. And it is one of the most delicious things I've ever had. It's not white at all. Quite on the contrary, it's kind of right. yellowy greeny. Mm. Um, and so delicious and that didn't feel when it came into my body because I'm sensitive like you are I can feel Mm. coffee and it makes me shake and I can also feel you know if I've had a day where I feel super hungover and the only Mm. thing my body is screaming for is a really big juicy burger very very crunchy crispy salty fries Mm. with ketchup and mayonnaise and Mm. coca-cola with ice cubes and a bit of lemon and this is what I really feel like I'm also very sensitive to how I feel afterwards it doesn't make me feel that great to be honest with you yeah. but the sugar cane the sugar cane juice actually it felt great it didn't it didn't feel as if I had stuffed myself with 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 junk you know yeah. it felt like a whole but food very like ju- maple syrup for that matter I mean can you I, I don't know if you can I'm sure that. you can mm-hmm. but what I was going to say about the maple syrup is is I feel the same with all foodstuffs it's, it's just about the sourcing and the provenance of the ingredients mm-hmm. I mean maple syrup and maple syrup and maple syrup are not the same you yes. know you can get Syrups that have sort of pull in in brackets or in in you know, and they they aren't from a maple tree. They are basically a form of sugar and a syrup version flavors. with flavors added. Yeah. Mm. So you so my mantra is always just read the label. Like if you yeah. don't know where stuff comes from, you know if you haven't picked it from the garden or I don't have a garden to pick from either, then know who your veggie supplier is, know who your meat guy is, mm. and and look if it's in a packet. Read every link and ingredient. So my thing, I mean, we don't, we're not um, a sort of magical Mary Poppins situation, and we don't all sit down to dinner every night together and lunch, you know, and everyone sweetly talks about what they've done at school today. We definitely have grunts and um, people that don't want to eat things. But essentially, what I aim for is not every day is Mary Poppins in anyone's house. Sometimes (laughs) you feel really lucky. But it is a fight. Food is a relentless 
chore mm. that we all have to... This was one of my problems, mm. was, okay, food has been my great joy throughout my life, mm. and cooking a dinner party for my friends on a Saturday would take the whole day. I'd spend the morning going to delicious places to buy the stuff. Mm-hmm. I would then spend an afternoon marinating things and cooking things, and then they'd come round... And we'd all have a delicious feast and everyone would say how amazing it all was and then we'd all go to sleep. However, you have kids, they never say they like it. They never tell you that that you're amazing and you have to do it again and again and again. As soon as you've cleared up one meal, you've got to start the next. So it kind of sucks the joy out of it. And I was trying to add some more of the joy back in my book by making it much easier than it, ha- than it seems. So, so what do you do that's, that makes it much easier? What is it that you... So my, my, I sat down and I thought, okay, well, I want my kids to eat more vegetables. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want them to have a lump of meat and then some soggy sides, which mm-hmm. is kind of how, how kids' food was framed. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so let's make, let's make the vegetables delicious. Let's make the flavours really great. I mean, actually, kids, we shouldn't, you know, so often we patronise them in, 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 a, in the UK and we don't give them flavors and we mm. think that they're just not going to like them but you know my, my daughter has been eating anchovies since she was about six all mm. my kids love avocados and i would i just didn't have an avocado until i was about 18 i just yeah. didn't think it happened no no um, actually so i just yeah. try and keep it broad try and keep the flavors if you if you have a lot of flavor in food sugar is a sort of shortcut for flavor mm. if you don't have any flavor stick some sugar and salt in it and they'll eat it yeah you know I mean Pringles are essentially sugar salt and fat combination that you can't resist because yeah. they've found a special sweet spot that our bodies are unable to resist no literally they've got they've got men in a lab and it's called the bliss point really? uh, yeah this is what food manufacturers call it it's called the bliss point and when you get the bliss point in a test tube it's mm. like this is how we're going to do this food and Pringles have this magical bliss point, which means you are physiologically un- incapable of not wanting not more. Really? How yeah. Isn't that frightening? So yeah. if you, if you don't have any more, it's because you... Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is yeah. that what these GM... These MG... What, what are they called? The MSG. Mono, GMO. Oh, yeah. MSG. Yeah, MSG. Is that basically what it does? It's, Adding the MSGs. It's the tri- triumvirate of, of the level of salt, the level of fat, and the level of sugar together yeah. that your body you know from the from how we've been mm. created as since cavemen mm. cannot you know it, it hits mm. the Trigger hypothalamus something. and all your endorphins and you mm. cannot stop but i think it's very interesting because uh, as i understand ryan reynolds here from Mint mobile with the price of just about everything going up during inflation we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. 
juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Chinese food, for example, mm. has the highest levels of these, mm. yet they still become old. You know, they still don't have, you know, you know, the uh, diseases across America seem far worse than diseases across China. Although Maybe we don't the Chinese, about them I think much. the Chinese food that they're cooking in their homes are not the same no. as the MSG rich ones that we get. I, in I think that the problem is again, it's cheap food. It's Maybe at the end of the day, it's what you see in McDonald's and yeah. Yeah. what you have. I mean, what they eat as much as you can for three ninety nine Asian food. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, what, yeah. what they're eating might not be what we choose to eat in terms of the animals they're eating. Sharks, sure. they're probably cooking them, boiling them down, boiling the bones, getting their collagen, and, you know, all that sort of thing. But, um, but that's so interesting. So it does actually make us become addicted to bad food if we give it to our children. And then they'll crave it more and want it more. So we're back after a little um, break. Caroline had a really sleepless night last night. So she's gone off to have some acupuncture to go and reboot herself. And Lizzie and I are still in the kitchen wanting to share the last bit of the podcast with you about what to do if you've got really fussy eaters who don't want to eat that good home-cooked meal and who would rather have a McDonald's or a fish finger or some processed food. How do you really get them back in the flow of wanting to eat good things? And in Lizzie's book, she's actually got a chapter called... 10 Steps to Cracking Fussy Eater, which is hugely helpful and certainly I've referred to in times of need. So Lizzie, talk to me a bit about how you crack that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, I think it's probably the question I get asked um, most um, after, after questions about the sleep and the, mm. and the charcoal, because I get most of my messages are about that. Um, but after that, and I do cooking workshops and demos and classes, and the main theme of them um, tends to be, even if it's not all your kids, one won't eat this, one won't eat, you know, what do I do? It's driven me to the brink. Um, and I know that feeling, and um, my kids do eat lots of good things, but I, it hasn't always been the case, and it isn't always the case. Um, so I have a few little tips and tricks that I think are very useful but I also have a kind of general um, overview that I think is useful to bear in mind Um, I think firstly try not to be the sort of didactic parent standing over your kids telling them what to eat I think if the vibe in the kitchen is you have to eat you have to eat this eat that do this do that then it it's already a kind of miserable situation Yeah. yeah Um, the whole finishing your plate thing, which 
again, I had, I'm not saying I, I had used to do that childhood yeah. at all, but that was one of the things we had to finish what was on our plate. And I really, really, really don't believe that. Um, and is that a, is you a good thing. actually really helped me with that because I always used to think my kids have to have a certain amount of calories, certain amount of vegetables, certain amount of protein. And I always used to get them to finish to the point where they actually look like they might pop. And I never do that anymore. Once they've had enough, they've had enough. Exactly. And I think as you as your kids get older and you get to know how they are and which ones are like what, then you can kind of gauge it and you mm. can suss it out. But I think you have to see all of it from their point of view more. Yeah. And I think once you're on a level with them and thinking, for example, my daughter, she says she's nine now, but I'll say to her... Um, Ask your tummy, you know, do you feel full? Are you full enough? Or do you just want to get down because everyone else is having fun next door or whatever? You want to go on to the next thing? And she'll, you know, they'll pretty much say to me, oh, yeah, actually, I probably will be a bit hungry in half an hour. So then she'll have a bit more. But it's a question of working out if, if they just don't want to eat it for the sake of it. If they hate it, and, and again, if they hate something, there's absolutely no point in forcing yeah, it agreed. into them. Try it again a different way. So my tip, if they hate... I hate courgettes or I hate sweet potato. You know, we get definitely get this in my house. Um, and then I have a sit down and we have a little like tete-a-tete. Mm. And I go, look, and this has happened, you know, since they were really tiny because I think from a very young age they get it. Um, and I say, look, it's the same as, a, as, a, as someone in the playground. If you walk into your nursery and the guy walks in um, with shoes you don't like or with a haircut you don't like and you go, mummy, I don't like him. We, you're not going to know until you've had a chat with him. So yeah. wait until you've had a little chat. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they look at me and then they get it. And once they've got something that they get, then they kind of come onto your side. And so I go, you just have to try it. This mm-hmm. courgette is not the same as yesterday's courgette. You know, yeah. you can have a deep fried courgette. You can have courgette in pasta sauce. You mm-hmm. can have a courgette Spet- fritter. Spaghetti courgette. Exactly. Yes, but it's, it's so... So different every which way you have it. Yeah. So I say you've got to try this one out and see whether you like it or not. And and what I've actually discovered is uh, if you get them to make the thing. So so with the spaghetti courgette, my boys apps and we haven't done this for ages actually. So I've got to get it out again. Yeah. My kids love that machine. Spiralizer. Stick it on the end. It's so fun. It comes out as hair. Oh my god. And then it cooks in 30 seconds. And exactly. You just literally blanch it. And, a really, and it's crunchy. a really good trick, actually, with that, um, and, it, and it's not hiding. I really, really, really hate the hiding the vegetable thing because you're duping your kids. I want my kids to know what they're eating and I want them to enjoy it. Um, but you can do half. So you can do half spaghetti, normal, mm. regular pasta, and then put some courgette in yeah. with it. Good and idea. so then they are eating a ton of courgettes, mm-hmm. but it's also with their pasta. And courgettes, along with spinach, don't have a very strong flavour. They're not revolting, you know, plate-altering mm-hmm. flavours. But p- kids but just with assume... The, with the spaghetti bolognese sauce, actually, yeah. together, it sort of absorbs the exactly. taste of the sauce. And it's actually more delicious sometimes yeah. than, the, than the actual pasta. And uh, funnily enough... Um, Oh my gosh, I've just totally forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. <laughs> Sorry. I was full of complete mind blank now. I don't know what happened. Suddenly my brain went But that blank. was going to be another one of my tips with them. Um, because vegetables are what you want your kids to be eating more. I mean, we all yeah. need to eat more. I need to eat more vegetables. I mean, every day I think that. I need quick. We need more vegetables. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Yeah, carry on. Um, so if, if you're, yeah, the focus is we all need more fresh veg. So um, 
if they don't like this and they don't like that, and lots of families come to me right at the end of their tether and like, well, no, we don't eat any of those things anymore because one by one, things have fallen off mm. the list of what we can eat because they don't like courgette, then they don't like sweet potato, and, then and, and this is where it's really dangerous because then you have, two years down the line, a child who will eat white pasta and white bread, mm. and there's a lot of them out there. Um, so what you need to make sure is that you keep bringing it back in, even if yeah. they've said, I don't like courgettes. And it's not about torturing them. It's about, as I was just saying just now, doing it a different way. Mm. So if my eldest has always said he doesn't like sweet potato, um, but then I came up with, and it was it was for him really, but it was the first recipe that I got for the book. It was the sweet potato bhajis. Have you ever made them? No, but I have made your fish pie with the sweet potato right. topping, which is delicious. Exactly. And so if you're just using it in a, in a way that he loves burgers and he loves patties. So I turned the sweet potato, grated it, and added some other delicious things and turned it into a little patty. And now he loves it. Yeah. Clever. So if you just don't resign yourself to, to chopping out food groups or vegetables that you yeah. think they're not going to like, just keep at it. Keep, keep reintroducing it. And actually, mm. the one thing that I've discovered with my kids is they hate anything too squishy. The texture's really texture's important. Be key. Yeah. So all pasta has to be al dente. Rice has to be al dente. Vegetables have to be al dente. Mm. And, and not too hard that mm. they, they're going to be crunchy, but... Just just not all soft. And I remember as a yeah. child, I used to have very soft broccoli. Yeah. And, you know, everything was... But I loved Watery. it. Yeah. I loved mashed potato. My kids hate mashed potato. So it's all about the crunch. Well, that, so that's another really, really important thing. I'm glad you brought that up, Sophie, you wise mother. Um, but it's... Whilst we're sort of thinking about things from their point of view, the other thing that people don't think is that their mouths are so much more sensitive than ours. They mm. have many, many, many more taste buds than us. Mm-hmm. So flavours are much stronger um, and textures have much more of an impact. And again, some children are highly sensitive. Mm-hmm. And my eldest can't do squelchy, mulchy, like macaroni cheese or cauliflower, mm-hmm. anything mm-hmm. like that. He cannot do. And I just used to blow my top and I used to go, I don't understand it. You like this and that. But then you do it another way around. Like, for example, cauliflower grated in anything. Add it wow, to rice. Add it to idea. pulse it up. Put it in in our in our lovely thermomix. Lizzie and I most recently went to a lovely thermomix lesson. Yeah, that was lovely, wasn't it? Such a fun afternoon. And and that is a great tool in the kitchen, I have to say. Brilliant hacks for the pain in the neck sort of things that take a while. Exactly, but also for getting your kids involved. Because they stand my littlest Phoenix just stands next to me and chucks things in because it weighs it all. It does it's good for the maths as well, actually. Yeah, and the reading. (laughs) Yes. Next. Um, no, but in all seriousness, it's so true. You know, I used to really struggle with Harry when he was little. He had awful reflux as a baby. And as a result, we had to go and have the medication and he didn't oh. have the milk. And it was it was all just a nightmare. Really I didn't painful. sleep for a year. And as a result, it's slightly ingrained in him. Um, well, I don't know whether it was medical or, or psychological, but he had that gag reflux that would kick in. Reflex. And yeah. if, if I gave him too much food, he would throw the whole lot up in five five minutes later, the whole lot would come out all over the table. Mm. And I used to get so angry because I used to think he's doing it on purpose. But of course he was, obviously I didn't get angry with him at the time, yeah. but I used to think inside, I've just spent bloody ages making that delicious home-cooked whatever it was. Yeah, come out. And now it's all over the table and I've got to start again or he's going to go to bed hungry and wake up in the middle of the night. Mm-hmm. And it was a constant battle really until I realised that actually 
even though they're little and they can't tell you when they're full or not full sometimes because they'd rather watch the TV or they'd rather yeah. have games, snakes and ladders or whatever it is, they have got a say in what they're eating. Yes. And I always now give the kids a choice of two options. I have enough in the fridge that they can either have something simple like a pasta something or they can have a breaded fish with some potatoes and some vegetables. But I always give them the both options. They're not difficult to make. It's not like I'm going to give them a roast chicken and a stuffed partridge. Mm-hmm. You know, it's simple. Yeah. But if they have a say, if they get involved... But yes, it's just including them it. in the decision-making. Yeah. I mean, I really, really disagree with people who make 45 different things. One person has this, one person has that, one person... Because that just creates a, no. you know, a nightmare. But... I think they get in from school and you go, oh, we've got this and this. What would you like? Yeah, I think it's exactly. a really nice way of getting actually, involved. last night, I mean, it is a bit of a pain, but Finn adores chicken fajitas. Harry can't bear the consistency of mm. the soggy wrap with mm-hmm. the chicken because when you put the ingredients in, it makes it go all floppy, mm-hmm. which makes him gag. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry has the chicken fajita you know stir fried peppers and and uh, chicken and then we put it with noodles which he loves a little bit crunchy so Finn has his fajitas harry has his noodles but it's the same base you put it in a lettuce wrap yeah that's a good idea actually mm. yeah he's probably really Big. enjoy that uh, uh, that's a really uh, another really good way of getting really fussy ones um is making we used to call it what do we call it pick and mix I mean, my kids have never been to a pick and mix, but I thought it was a nice word. Like so you, you have... Well, they don't really exist anymore. <laughs> they do at the, cinema. the cinema. Yeah. yeah. Um, so and you Halloween. get... get a, every, every mother's worst uh, nightmare. Uh, God, Halloween. That's a whole <laughs> other chapter. <laughs> um, but you could you can get your delicious chicken pizzas. My, mine used to... We used to have fish tacos a lot. And well, we haven't had them for ages, but they're super popular. And I'd get the really nice fish, I'd make that, mm. and then uh, and then we'd have little bowls of, one would have a little tomato thing, one would have mm. a little avocado, one would have little peppers, and have them all on the table, so, so they can put it all in. Yeah. So yeah. a lot of the time, we're, again, we're putting stuff on them, and we're saying, this is your supper, yeah. finish that, yeah. do this. And actually, a lot of the time, they want a bit, a tiny little bit of independence, yeah. a little bit of... And it's nice to get them involved, even yeah. when they're little. I agree. And the, actually, that was always The joy something. they get out of building their own yeah. thing, even if it goes everywhere, who No, it's, it's such a good idea. And then they we shovel it into that. their mouth, and they just have big... And we do the same, actually. When we've, when we've come home from school, I always put a pot of hummus on the table with homework, yeah. and either peppers, cucumbers, or some... Yeah hot pita bread which is delicious cut up yeah delicious so they have a little you know healthy snack when yeah. they come home I'm not going to lie occasionally they do are allowed a bit of chocolate yeah a chocolate um, but you know it's 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 a, it's a bit of a treat and they don't have it all the time but um, it's all about just giving them that option and that sort of time to get involved and their little say exactly. giving them a bit of control a bit of power yeah and then actually what's happened since you know all the problems we had with Harry and food is he now absolutely loves his food well, that's what I was going to say I've, he, ever yeah. since I've seen him he's eaten he literally amazingly. turned around so quickly my when once my attitude started uh, you know changing and also my ex-husband I have to say I have to give him credit here he was a massive factor in he used to take the children out to Chinatown when they were like three because he liked it. Oh, brilliant. And I was like, what are you doing? First of all, they're going to get lost. And second of all, they're <laughs> never going to eat anything there because they're so fussy. And they come back and they go, we had the best time. And yeah. I'm like, oh, darn. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, they, they're obsessed with them, um, you know, duck rolls and, mm. pa- and pad thai. Yeah. And, 
you know, that's not Chinese, but you know what I mean. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> dim sum and mm. all those little things where they're, they're getting it on their own. They're, they're yeah. able to sort of choose their own flavors and, and get really involved in it. So I think it's massively important to give them a bit of, a bit of power. Completely. And, and also, um, we sort of touched on it before, but giving them the information. I mean, I think so much of old school kind of couple of generations ago um, kids' food information was... We, you know, it'll put hairs on your chest or it'll make your hair curly or that broccoli will turn you into Superman. I mean, the, the books I was reading. Dark. Yeah. That's what I used Although to. that's kind of, you know, carrots do help with your eyesight <laughs> a little bit. But I was just like, I don't want to feed my kids complete bullshit. Am yeah. I to swear on your podcast? Yeah. Um, thanks. <laughs> um, I, I want them to, because they just, they get it. They get when they're being patronised and they get when grown-ups talk absolute crap to them. Yeah. And so I thought, okay, well, let's just make this actually real. Keeping it real, Sophie. Well, there you go. <laughs> I'm all about keeping it real. So little, I mean, obviously a two-year-old um, who's throwing his fish cakes across the room at you, which has definitely happened to me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so while you're ducking on the floor, picking bits of broccoli up, um, is not going to understand about vitamin D or whatever you're, you're reading in your nutrition book. But... As I was doing my nutrition, I did a nutritional health coaching course, and as I was doing that, I would just find things so fascinating. Mm. And so I just feed them a little bit of some information, and I say, "Well, look, you may not want the rest of that rice that's got some spinach in it because you don't like the green bits, but the green bits actually are the bits that go into your blood and make your blood go around your body and help when you breathe." Turn the turn that into oxygen, and then they go, oh, "Okay, so you'll be able to run faster on the football pitch." It's and then brilliant. they get it. That's such a good idea. And actually, Harry would love that kind of information. Yeah. I think we're going to have to have you over more often, Lizzie. Well, well I or can always come over for a little uh, kids' tea session. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'd love that. But yeah, no, I think you're right. Just giving them the information, Real. being honest with them, showing them what you're doing, giving them a choice, getting them involved, it mm. all really helps yeah. to break that cycle of somebody sitting down at the table being served a plate of food and saying, I don't like it. Exactly. And you standing over the top of them going, well, you need to eat that. You need to eat that, which is just the worst exactly. sort of psyche to give your exactly. children and yourself, actually, because you can drive totally. yourself nuts as Totally. Well. And I think above and beyond all of it, well, I mean, obviously we want them to eat look, the rainbow and colour in the chart on the fridge. That's, that is, by the way, a brilliant tip that I got from Wrong. And do you know how I mean by Dr. Chatterjee? Mm-mm, no. Well, if anyone's listening who ha- does know about him, he's... A genius, but he's a doctor who has just written a, a book about it's called Four Pillars of Health. But one of the things he did with his kids was well, put a we, rainbow we'll, chart. We'll, we'll link that on with, yeah. with our stories. Four Do. Pillars of Health, and yes, that's a good one for it's a good, it's just he's general. a GP, but for general health, yeah, okay. about sleeping, eating. And he okay. said what he did with his kids, he's got kids, is he put a chart on the fridge. I know we have charts coming out of our ears, but. He put um, orange, yellow, red, I think. He put a few colours up, mm. and he had Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday down the side. And they had to colour in. When they had a red thing to eat, they colour in the red one. When they had an orange That's thing to a eat. That's good idea. And, by, and I did it with my kids, and I remember at the end of the first day, Phoenix opening the fridge, picking a red pepper out of the fridge, and just sinking his face into it, saying, I haven't had my red one yet today. <laughs> Oh, and I just thought this is genius <laughs> but by making it a good thing to do yeah. they get it yeah and actually they get excited about joining yeah. in a bigger the bigger picture and what's also interesting is when they start learning about their body at school 
yes. is what makes them feel good. And they yeah. quite often know yes. as well. Once they, if they've Keeping had a them pizza, in touch with it. they often want to just go and slouch about. They don't want to go running outside totally. on the trampoline. But if you give them some fish and some nice veg and a noodle or whatever you're yeah. going to give them, they're actually much happier, Completely. more contented, sleep better. Um, and that's actually one other tip for all the parents out there, which are quite often mm. tricky. You know, mm. you don't, well, I don't have time to always make the pudding after the main course. So I quite often buy a mula corner or whatever, which are full of sugar. Mm. So we've tried to cut back on that sort of stuff. Mm. And we now do a really easy pudding. I make some rice pudding at the beginning of the week mm. or just kind of low just natural sugar. yogurt with some fruit in Yes, the natural yogurt, the, the coconut yogurt they love with the honey. Is honey bad or good? Honey's good. It's, if it's, it's okay. good honey, it's, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. But just finding it's alternatives for giving them ice cream or a yeah. sticky toffee pudding or a... Which but also, once in a while are okay. But yes, not but also day. not thinking every meal has to end with a pudding. That's true that was well. such an old school thing that we and I And I always say to my boys, you know, eat more of the good stuff. So yeah. you don't need to have as much of the of the stuff yeah. pudding and actually quite often we never have pudding anyway well exactly yeah. or I've completely forgotten and then they maybe have a smoothie with loads exactly. of berries exactly well that's what we do and we also well now we used to do your cherry smoothie mm. which we're now going to do I'm going to see Get if it changes on it. Yeah. <laughs> well Lizzie's going to come back because we have got a whole book here of delicious recipes which we haven't even touched upon um, and we would love to have you back Lizzie for for part two, when Caroline's returned yes. from her acupuncture session. But I, what I would just quickly like to say that I think is the overarching thing to remember about feeding kids before I'm very excited to return, but, but in mm. case we haven't pummeled at home enough just now, is that we must just remember that it is such a joy, yeah. food, you know, above and beyond the vitamin content. It's something that we should all be enjoying. And... It's such a privilege. If we've been given these sweet little humans, we yeah. are privileged enough to give them food. You know, Absolutely. we are giving them their first tastes and flavours. And that's such a nice way of looking at it, actually. Yeah. So and I, I actually remember just just quickly going mm. back to that. I remember when Harry and Finn went on solids first of all, and I was so excited to try those wheat yeah. purees and, and vegetable purees and. You know, get them, see what exactly. they like and don't like. It was a real adventure with, with tastes and Completely. Flavors. And you're introducing yeah. another human to food. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it as simply as that, it's kind of mind-blowing. Absolutely. Well, let's enjoy it. Let's embrace yes. it. So let's let's get the love kids it. involved. And thank you so much, Lizzie. Not you're always a joy. And um, we'll have you back very, very soon. And thank you to our lovely listeners listening in i hope you've enjoyed this episode of keeping it real lizzie can be found on instagram lizzie loves healthy and has her blog lizzie loves healthy.com so lizzie thank you and we'll see you soon lovely to be here thank you so much for having me bye guys ciao Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. 
catch the acclaimed movie All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com.